Buildings have evolved, so let's give them the attention they deserve. This is 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. We're a building solutions provider with more than 350 professionals and 150 technicians with one goal in mind, to make your building better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 10 Minutes to a Better Building, the podcast from the building experts at Boland. We are thrilled you've joined us for another episode of the show. Today, we're talking displacement ventilation. What does that mean? Well, we're going to tell you here on this episode. Joining me today are two subject matter experts. First, we have Jerry Scanlon, Executive Vice President of Boland. He's rejoining us for another episode of the podcast. Jerry, welcome back. Thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, good afternoon, Tyler. Good to be back. Good to see you again. Absolutely. Great to have you back on the show, Jerry. I think you're our first repeat guest. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't know, that, that deserves a, a trophy or something. I don't know. Special recognition. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you so much again, Jerry. And also joining us today is Anar Frobaum. He's the Director of Sales and Marketing for Carson Solutions. Anar, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tyler. Happy to be here. Uh, glad to be part of this uh, discussion. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Absolutely. We are thrilled to have you on. And so, Jerry, as our repeat guest, uh, you know, if on, on the previous episode of the show that you were on, uh, we spoke about indoor environment quality. And so we talked a lot about all of the different factors that go into that. How does that tie into what ANR and Carson Solutions does? Can you uh, kind of bridge the gap for us? Yeah, this is a, certainly a continued discussion in that regard, Tyler. Uh, you're right. We did talk before about in, indoor environmental quality, IEQ. And a part of that, which you talked about in another session with Kevin Bradley, is IAQ, which is the indoor air quality. And that's really what we're going to talk more about today. And it's talking specifically about a system type. Now, when I say system, I mean, it's that's really refers to the way that air is is uh, introduced and, and removed from a space where people may be, uh, may be doing something in that space. And we're going to talk today about a, a system type called displaced ventilation, which is a way to deliver that air to that system. And in so doing, not only uh, you know, for the comfort and the well-being of the people that are in that space, including health issues and, and COVID concerns like we've all been uh, aware of over the last year or so, but also to do it efficiently, quietly and such. So uh, pleased to have Aner on with us today. Aner and I uh, go way back, have been doing business together a good many years. And uh, at Boland, we rely on, on uh, you know, some, some experts outside of our immediate business, uh, some of our suppliers and such that have a certain expertise and a certain offering in a certain way that we can bring to our clients. So we reach out to folks like Aner and uh, involve them in these kind of things. So we're glad to have him with us today. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Aner, let's, let's get that expertise um, here on the show. So give us the basics of displacement ventilation. What is it? And tell us how it works. I hope Jerry uses the term expert uh, very loosely, uh, but I do appreciate that moniker. So thank you, Jerry. Displacement ventilation, let me take a step back in terms of ventilation. Ventilation uh, in our HVAC industry really describes a design practice of how air is uh, designed to flow into a room, how it moves through the room, how it is ultimately exhausted. So in our industry, there's a predominant uh, type of ventilation design. It's called mixed air ventilation. This is very common in most commercial applications that we see, offices, healthcare, uh, schools. And, and it's there's a couple ways that those types of systems are designed. Very common one is uh, an overhead diffuser that is blowing air into the space. Uh, you might have a terminal device on the floor that is throwing air into the space. But the ultimate goal of a mixed air system is to mix it. It is to churn the room, almost treat it like a blender 
and create a uniform environment, uh, mix the contaminants. And, and I think that's gotten a little bit of uh, uh, airtime uh, in this uh, COVID and pandemic environment of sharing contaminants. So displacement, on the other hand, instead of mixing the, the space, uh, typically the diffuser, and I'm talking about a specific type of diffuser, but that air is delivered low to the floor, typically at about five to uh, eight degrees cooler than the room temperature, and it tends to stay low until it comes into contact with heat sources, typically the occupant. As it comes into heat source, comes into contact with the occupant, they increase the temperature, they increase the buoyancy of that air, and that fresh air is delivered directly to the occupants. And then the other benefit is as that plume, that convection current travels upward, it delivers those contaminants up and away from the occupied spaces. That's sort of the basic concept of how displacement differs from a mixed air ventilation system. That's a fantastic description, Anar. So uh, what are some of the primary benefits for displacement ventilation um, and maybe some of the primary reasons why, why people look in this particular direction? Right. So, and, and as I mentioned, a specific type of uh, diffuser, because there, there are multiple types of displacement approaches, and I'm specifically talking about a cabinet-style diffuser uh, that is a displacement diffuser, but it also takes advantage of an induction process that has uh, additional heating and cooling capacity. And when you look at the benefits, certainly it's indoor air quality has always been a, a predominant idea. And because of that purging effect, it lifts those uh, contaminants up and away. So it's a better indoor air quality. It's a, it's a better quality of air that we're breathing because it uses the natural buoyancy forces of the occupants. We don't have to have fan motors that are driving that air. So it's, it's uh, quieter, it's more efficient, uh, and the temperatures that are coming out of the diffuser are much more moderate, and the velocities at which that air is coming out into the room are slower. So you have uh, a, a, uh, an added aspect of thermal comfort as opposed to uh, some HVAC systems that might create a draft. So it's, it, it does check a lot of the boxes uh, that Jerry talked about in his in this previous segment is how do we create a better indoor environmental quality on top of delivering a, a high quality of air because of the displacement strategy. Connor, I know a lot of us have had that experience where we're sitting somewhere and we feel the air blowing on us. And, and, and it's often our, our wife in a restaurant where that occurs, <laughs> which makes it uncomfortable for everyone. So. Right. Ten times out of ten. Right. <laughs> That's a great point, Jerry. You know, and, and I, I was wondering, just from your perspective, how does how does displacement ventilation help provide solutions that that meet the needs of Boland customers? Right. You, you talked about how you know people like Anar and, and Carson Solutions have these solutions that that meet the needs uh, of some of your customers. You know, how how is how is that uh, the case? Uh, talk me through some of those use cases. Well, um, uh, there are certain certain of the people that we deal with that have have certain needs, and that's really what we're about is, is trying to find the, the special needs that that the, our customers may have, and then try and try and address those in some way, shape, or form, depending on what their particular mission might be. And so, for those uh, for those uh, entities that we the, that we deal with, where the things that Aner mentions are important, you know, they want. They want comfort in the space, but they don't want draftiness and air blowing. They want quiet um, in the space, and they want something that's energy efficient. So this type of system tends to, to be more prevalent in institutional type applications, and more specifically, even K-12 schools seem to be a, 
more prevalent use of this type of system, just because those things that, that, that I just mentioned, those are important parts of their mission when we think about trying to educate children and such, but also in some healthcare environments and some of those other more institutional government type installations as well. So it really depends on the, uh, the ultimate end user and what their needs are and trying to match up a, a system and an application for, for what it is that they're trying to achieve. Yeah, and you know, you, you guys are used quite a bit in, in K through twelve education type spaces, but uh, you're not limited to just that, though. No, I, I think displacement because of the K through twelve environment and having a lot of occupants in the room, um, and you have a lot of opinions. And when you solve the issue of thermal comfort for a lot of people at one time, I think that's found a home. I think acoustically, it's found a home because. You can't get a classroom too quiet. That's that's not a hurdle. And then, uh, but I think it has applications in different spaces, different commercial spaces, uh, where indoor air quality is important, where acoustics are important, and, and you know certainly higher education dorm facilities. You know those things are aspects that can benefit from this style of ventilation design as well. We touched on this a bit earlier, but uh, have you noticed that that through the COVID nineteen pandemic that we've we've been generating more conversation and there's more interest amongst the public in just conversations about ventilation and thinking a little bit more about airborne contaminants and things along those lines. Anar, is that something that you've noticed just in your line of work? I uh, I couldn't agree more, Tyler. Uh, it's it's amazing to me that I think now more than ever the general public is aware of how HVAC design, how their systems can impact positively or negatively the experience or the safety and the health concerns within a confined space uh, where, we're, where we live, work, learn. And if you look at, I, I use the example of the K through 12 environment, as these school districts were looking to understand how we can reopen, how we can uh, bring students back to a safe environment, you know, they were uh, they were taking measures of special filtration, uh, special uh, air sanitizing devices just in the classroom. What the benefit that displacement ventilation delivers is it's a proactive measure when the occupants are there. When, when the occupants are there and they're back in class, we're delivering that fresh air and we're removing those contaminants actively when everybody is there. Uh, back in a learning environment. So absolutely, the pandemic has given heightened awareness to, weirdly, uh, a very exciting HVAC industry. And I might add to that too, uh, Tyler, and the, the important thing too is when we're removing those contaminants, and certainly in the case of COVID, it's been, you know, it's been the virus, is, is trying to remove it in a way so that it doesn't expose or impact other people. It's getting it out of space without it having to pass by others in order to get it out of space. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. Well, guys, uh, we are running out of time for this episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building. So let me toss it over to you guys just for any final thoughts or conclusions that you'd like to make here before we uh, wrap this episode up. If you want to tie a nice bow on the end of this uh, this conversation, Anar, let me toss it to you first uh, just for any final thoughts or conclusions. I think if I wrap it up with a bow as a, a follow-up to Jerry's comment, I think displacement ventilation helps uh, address the aspects of the, of the complete experience. Better thermal comfort, better indoor air quality, better acoustics, less maintenance. I, I think those are all the things that resonated with Jerry's message before about indoor environmental quality. And if you can do that with one system design, 
all the better. Jerry, final word here today on this episode. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, well, as, as always, Tyler, the, the theme of these things is Bowen here, we're here to help. We recognize there's lots of different uh, opportunities out there, lots of different challenges, and, and we have an array of, of people, products, and experiences and such to try and help people do those, do whatever it is they need to do. So this is just another, another segment of that continuous journey. So uh, we, we kind of leave with that. We're here to help. Fantastic stuff, guys. And uh, where can people learn more about Carson Solutions? Uh, certainly, uh, www.carsonsolutions.com or catch me on my email, anr.frobaum at carsonsolutions.com. There you go. Not too difficult. And Jerry, Boland.com, as always, uh, anything else that people should do to learn more or to, uh, to find out more about Boland? No, certainly. Uh, you can go to the website or certainly if you have a relationship with, one, with an account manager already, certainly reach out to them and they can certainly uh, get you whatever, uh, whatever help you may need. Jerry Scanlon in our Frobomb. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here on 10 Minutes to a Better Building and sharing your, your expertise. I think that was expert analysis, Anar. So yeah, so you lived up to the billing uh, from Jerry earlier. Guys, thank you again so much for joining me. Great. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Anar. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building. We've loved having you. Of course, if this is the first episode you've tuned into, we have a lot of previous episodes of the show for you to catch up on. If you want to go back uh, for some other listening and learning material, of course, you can also subscribe to stay up to date with the latest episodes that are coming out on a regular basis. So stay tuned for those. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts these days, and stay on the lookout for those upcoming episodes. But until then, for my fantastic guests today, I've been your host, Tyler Kerr. Thank you so much for joining us.